I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun on a Tuesday. And here's what we have on tap for a Tuesday. Pro-lifers being arrested, convicted, thrown in prison by your government. War has been declared on American Christianity. We will talk about that. I made a prediction about Biden, Jim Clyburn, the black vote, Democrats, their concerns. Looks like that was true. Family having their child taken away from them in a red state. That, how Joe Biden opened the border. A little inside info on that suicide drone that killed Americans. All that, so much more coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. I want to begin... Someplace totally different, though. Totally different. We approach things differently on the show because I look at things differently. Ilhan Omar is all over the news right now. Radical communist out of Minneapolis. Family immigrated to America when she was a child. They left the biggest dump on the planet. Now she's a member of Congress trying to destroy the country. People are even digging up older audio clips of her saying things like this. This president introduced 
the Muslim ban, knowing that Mike, the country I came from, knowing that Mike, the country I came from, knowing that Mike, the country I came from. We all heard what she was about to say. Knowing that my country, uh, the country I came from. And today, I hear Republican after Republican after Republican. I'm sure it's been on every radio show and TV show saying she needs to be expelled. Ilhan Omar needs to be expelled from Congress. I disagree. I will, I will explain why. I'll, I'll explain why in a moment. Before we get to any of that, you should know Josh Hammer, uh, legal expert, is going to join us about a half hour from now. I have questions about the Trump trials in New York and elsewhere, so we'll get to that. But let's get back to Ilhan Omar and why I disagree with removing her from Congress. I'm going to read a couple emails to you. One will sound totally unrelated. One's very related. But just stay with me. I promise I'm going somewhere with this. Jesse, Businesses are leaving the United States at an alarming rate. The media refuses to report on it. Another person lost their job. The company's heading for Mexico. It's not just the cheap labor, but the business-killing regulations by the climate change nutters. Okay. Sounds unrelated, doesn't it? It's not. Just stay with me. Stay with me. I have another email. This one actually is about... Ilhan more. Greetings, balding pink, pink flower. I sadly live in her district. I'm unable to move my due to the health of my 94-year-old mother. I totally get that, 94-year-old mother-in-law. As soon as I can, I'll be getting out of Dodge. And this guy goes on to explain, it's a little long, but goes on to explain the constituency of Ilhan Omar. Why would I disagree with removing a radical communist nut job from Congress? Sounds like something that would be right up my alley, right? Probably something that's right up your alley. My goodness, punish a communist. Let's get these dirty anti-American commie scum out of our office, out of office, out of the government. But here's why I disagree. Tackling a problem at its root is really the only effective way to tackle a problem. Do you struggle with your weight? A lot of people do. It's very common today. Some people are just bigger. Diets worse today. We're we're more sedentary, more whatever. There are a lot of reasons, but a lot of people struggle with weight. Maybe you struggle with weight. Are you too fat? People get fat. You fat? Well, in this day and age, there are a million and one options to dump the weight and Dump it quickly. Chris, Michael, what's that thing? Ozambique? Or is that the name of that shot? There's a shot out there. That, it's Ozambique? Okay. I thought that's what it was called. There's even a shot today you can take. You go get a needle plunged into your body, and they squirt you full of stuff, and the weight falls off. Now, let me ask you something. Do you think that that is the most effective long-term strategy for keeping the weight off, injecting pharmaceuticals into your body. I'm not saying don't do it. You do whatever you want with your life and your body. Maybe you trust it. That's that's fine. But I I think we can all agree that's not the best long-term solution. If you're a human being who struggles with weight, what you have to do is attack the root of the problem. The root of the problem is not that you're cupcaking over your genes, That's a symptom of the root of the problem. The root of the problem is you eat too much and or you don't move enough. That's the root of the problem. If you tackle the root of the problem, 
then the cupcaking over the jeans stops. Let's talk about the evil communists we have in Congress. The squad is all over the news now. AOC is always in the news. You know, courtesy of the Bronx, AOC is always in the news. Ilhan Omar is in the news now. We should remove them. Get them out of Congress. Ilhan Omar is not the root of the problem. She's the cupcake and fat over the jeans. We must attack the root of the problem. That email about the businesses that are leaving, it's a great email. Why? It attacks the root of the problem. Nobody wants to address the root of the problem. The root of the problem is we have for decades filled up this country with people who hate it at worst, at best, don't really feel any affinity for it. And we've educated not only them, but American citizens for decades, not just in school. Our media does it. Our education system does it. We've educated people for decades that this country sucks. This is a horrible place. Burn it. Loot it. America's the worst. America's the height of all evil. Why would I want Ilhan Omar expelled from Congress? I believe in a representative republic. Don't you? You do, don't you? That's what America is, a representative republic. Well, here's a tough pill to swallow. Ilhan Omar, AOC, they are perfectly representative of their constituents. Ilhan Omar represents the people of her Minneapolis district. The white guilt liberals, the endless amounts of Somali immigration they've allowed to completely change Minneapolis. Ilhan Omar, you can expel her today, remove her tomorrow for all I care. I don't care about that commie witch, but you should understand If you remove Ilhan Omar tomorrow, you haven't accomplished a thing when it comes to the root of the problem. The root of the problem is the people. The root of the problem with AOC is not all the stupid things she says or the commie things she pushes. The root of the problem is the people in the Bronx who want a filthy communist to burn the country down. That's the root of the problem. And that's what we don't want to talk about. And we don't want to talk about it for the same reason the big fat person doesn't want to diet, doesn't want to exercise. That's hard. That's difficult. That involves real changes and lifestyle changes. And that's hard. Why can't I just go get a shot and drop the weight off? We don't want to tackle the root of the problem because tackling the root of the problem will take more time and it will take more effort on all of our behalf. We just want someone to go fix it. Congress, uh, 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 the GOP has the House. Just, just vote and get rid of Omar. That'll take care of it, right, guys? As if George Washington's going to turn around and get elected in her district. Just get rid of Omar. Why? 
If you're not going to change the people, if you're not going to change the culture that props up anti-American hags like Ilhan Omar, then you're just going to get the next version of her and then the next version of her and then the next version of her after that without end. Unless you're going to go for a walk and skip the cupcakes once, the weight will always, 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 always come back because you never attacked the root of the problem. The root of the problem is so much deeper than we act like it is. It's why I rant all the time about the savior complex of the right. No, we'll just elect Trump to fix it. I talk to my normie neighbors all the time. They hate Biden. They hate all this stuff. And then you know what they tell me? Don't worry, Jesse. We're going to get Trump in there and he'll fix it all. I just put my head in my hands. Trump's going to fix it all? No man can fix it all. It's crazy. And more importantly, it's lazy. We want a magic pill, a magic man. Step in, fix everything. But the problem is deeper. The roots are deeper. And it will take all of our efforts for decades to fix it. That's the truth. A little bit more on this in a moment. Um, I... I should announce this now. Pro-life demonstrators were just convicted by Biden's DOJ and they're facing 11 years in federal prison. Uh, They need your prayers. And this is a reminder, and we'll get into this a little bit more later, but this is a reminder that the work of being pro-life doesn't stop. Just because Roe versus Wade got overturned, we still have so much more to do culturally and within the government. Let's use preborn and fight back. The gift of even one life makes all of it worth it. You buy a woman a free ultrasound, a woman who's about to have an abortion, you're going to get her to choose life. That's one of the best ways we can fight back on behalf of the babies. 28 bucks buys that ultrasound. Preborn.com slash Jesse. All right? Preborn.com slash Jesse. Get the cure for rhinos. Weekdays with the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Tuesday. And I've decided something. You know, that was a lot of talk about, about our government and and why we have these people in our government. And I was doing an analogy for weight loss and stuff like that. I've decided something. I'm going to attack the root of my own problem. Fashion. You understand. You're a Jesse Kelly show listener. You understand that I struggle with dressing myself. I don't know what looks good, what doesn't look good, what color combos are supposed to be here. For some reason, people yell at me all the time for wearing white tube socks. I'll wear boots and I'll have white tube socks with them. Or I'll just wear you know, some hiking boots or something and white tube socks. And ah, that looks so stupid. So you know what? I've decided I'm going to attack the root of the problem. I'm not going to hire somebody to, to come pick out clothes for me or something like that. I, <clears throat> you ready for this? I'm going to become a fashion icon. What, Chris? I am. I'm going to look really fashionable on the show a lot and wear fashion stuff. And I'm going to learn how to do fashion stuff. There'll probably be a lot of, a lot of leather and whatever. If I'm a, what Chris leathers is not what do people know? 
It does not, Chris, it does Why not. Why are you gay? Not that kind of lip. Stop. Why don't you grow up? I'm going to become a fashion icon. I just wanted everyone to know. Now, let's get to something here. Oh, and I need to give everyone else a heads up. I probably should have led with this more emphatically. Josh Hammer, he's my friend. He's going to join us uh, about 10 minutes from now. There are all these trials right now for Trump. The E. Jean Carroll trial. You know, she just got her verdict where she's awarded supposedly all this money from Trump. And this was her response on Rachel Maddow's show. She definitely sounds like a, a pretty traumatized survivor. You've talked about using some of Trump's money that you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be, what that might look like? Yes, or, Rachel. Or, yes. Tell me. First thing, Rachel, you and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely <laughs> new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? It's yours, Nothing. Rachel. Penthouse and uh, France? You want France? You want to go fishing nope. in France? No? Oh. All right. All right. Okay. Just a heads up, uh, just a quick side note, a heads up to anybody who maybe gets a judgment awarded in their favor. And the judgment is kind of how traumatized you were. You don't, you don't want to go on television bragging about the purses and motorcycles you're going to buy with the money. Just a heads up makes it look like you're not real. Anyway, anyway, Josh Hammer is going to join us next to lay out everything. Okay, there's three different things happening in New York. Did this Fonnie Willis thing in Atlanta, this scandal where it turns out she was having a, a relationship with one of her underlings? Did this help Trump in Georgia? We needed that. The Georgia was really the one that was going to be really, really bad. Did it, did it help? We'll find out. The, the D.C. thing. What's going on in D.C.? They want to they have the trial. The Supreme Court stepped in. Let's find out the who's who and what's what. It may take me a little bit. We'll get through all that with Josh. But I wanted to do this first because I'm going to try to get to a lot of these tonight before I get to Hammer. And remember, about a half hour from now, I'm going to reveal some information about that drone strike you probably haven't heard. And, man, it's it's a jaw dropper. I want to get to some hate mail, though. Remember, you can email hate mail, too. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I doubt anyone will read or especially respond. This is from some commie. I tuned at the, in at the end of a segment where Jesse Kelly was calling January 6th an inside job. Was this sarcasm? Being obtuse? I've heard a lot of misinformation and lies, but this one is worthy of criminal charges if Jesse's theory about January 6th was an inside job. Okay, well, let's, let me explain something. You're a communist. You live in a world that is not real because you watch the news, you read the newspaper, you, you only read and watch people who lie to you at all times. So when you hear information that is true and is real, it can sound shocking to you. But more to the point, let's just be honest. This one's worthy of criminal charges. You want me thrown in prison for saying things you don't like. You know what that makes you, right? You know, communist, you know that you're the bad guy? And I know, I know you're so mentally and spiritually shattered by your sick demonic religion that it's really, really hard to see this. I know that. But I want you to go look in the mirror. 
And I want you to look in that mirror and I want you to look at yourself and I want you to say, I want someone thrown in prison because he says things I disagree with. I want you to just say that to yourself 10 times as you look in the mirror. You know that you're the bad guy in this story. I'm the good guy. If there are ever any honest, honest history books written 50 years from now, 100 years from now, they will talk about, you know, anti-communists who were trying to fight as hard as they could against demons like you. You might even end up actually being named in history books as one of the monsters. You probably know all there is about Nazis. You probably don't know anything about Stalin or Mao for whatever reason, but you probably know everything about Nazis. I bet you've even uh, criticized the camp guards. That'll be you one day. You know that, right? It's you. You're the bad guy. And let me be clear about something. I am your enemy. I just want you to know we are enemies. Until you stop being the bad guy, we're enemies. All right? All right. Now, let's talk about something wonderful. Let's talk about finding a way to retire one day. I, I, I see these stats about people's savings are being drained, credit cards through the roof. How are normal people ever supposed to cobble together enough to retire? Well, maybe Done For You Real Estate can help you out with that. Done For You Real Estate. You know, they, they're the ones who are going to teach you, walk you through every part of the process on beginning to acquire real estate so you can rent it out and begin to acquire wealth. No, you're not made of money. You'll start out with a house. It'll turn into two. Five. Soon you're retiring with 10 rental homes and passing them down to your kids. Jesse, I'm not a millionaire. This is for teachers, construction workers, normal people. They will walk you through it all. And these are my friends. I love these guys. Go to doneforyoujesse.com. The stories I hear from you about dealing with them, it just it melts my heart, man. If I had one. Doneforyoujesse.com. Go find out how, all right? We'll be back. The Jesse Kelly Show. I like it. Returns next. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and I am ashamed at how long it took me just now to make the connection between having on Josh Hammer and the song being by MC Hammer, and it's I'm just I'm ashamed with myself. Anyway, my boy Josh Hammer, he's got a show out. He's got a podcast out right now. You really need to. I need it. America on trial. Because we have all these trials, all these Trump trials going on in the country, and it's impossible to keep track of all of them. He's facing like 9,000 years in prison, and I don't know what's going on and when it's happening. So Josh is joining us now to talk about some things. Okay, Josh. Um, e. Jean Carroll just won a big bunch of money from Trump in New York City. Why? Well, Jesse, always a pleasure to join you, even with your delayed recognition of my anthem, man, my anthem, the <laughs> hammer, hammer time, but all good. So y- you had this absurd and, and truly absurd verdict last Friday. So what happens, you want to backtrack a little bit. In 2019, E. Jean Carroll comes out to the New Yorker, a reliably liberal publication, of course, and she says, oh, Donald Trump groped me. He sexually assaulted me. He did this. He did that. Back in the dressing room of a Bergdorf Goodman off Fifth Avenue in New York City like 25, 30 years ago. And Trump's response, as would be the response of any reasonable man who has been accused of doing bad things to women that he did not do, was to call her a liar. And she's a this and she's that. And in response, then Eugene Carroll filed these two defamation lawsuits. A little confusing as to why there's two. But in any event, earlier last year, the verdict came in for the first with $5 million in damages for the civil allegation of sexual assault and then also defamation. And then last Friday, the second lawsuit drops. $83.3 million combined in compensatory and punitive damages. To break down the legalese there, the compensatory damage is what the jury basically assesses is what the restitution is. In other words, to make E. Jean Carroll whole again. Apparently, Jesse, her ego is so fragile that she needs $18.3 million to restore her sense of ego. And then if that wasn't enough, they slap 
another $65 million in punitive damages, which is exactly what it sounds like. This is a rarer form of damages handed down by courts that exists for the sole purpose of just trying to make an example out of the litigants. Now, what I argued on the show in our pilot episode yesterday morning, America on Trial, what I argued is that that $65 million in punitive damages number is actually probably unconstitutional. The Supreme Court does not view excessive punitive damages very favorably. And that ratio of punitive to compensatory damages of an over three to one ratio, I think is probably going to be struck down on appeal. So I, I like Trump's legal odds there. It's in federal court. It's outside of the nonsensical state courts there in New York. But for now, just an utterly absurd ruling last Friday, for sure. Okay, Josh, you've mentioned to me before that Trump's going to appeal this. Forgive me, most of us are not lawyers. Does that mean he doesn't have to stroke her a check? He does, and then she has to give it back? Does it mean he has to appeal this and he's going to be get the same crappy judge, same location that he was last time? Is he staying in New York City? How's this work from here? Uh, every judgment is different, but the usual way this works is that he's not going to have to cough anything up until the appeal process has been rendered. And then, and then after that, so, you know, for example, let's say that Trump does prevail on appeal and the appellate court there in New York State would be the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit. So if he does prevail there, then he probably can then also try to get E. Jean Carroll to cover his, his attorney fees as well. I mean, that, that's actually part of the problem politically, Jesse, for Trump, is that his legal bills, his attorney fees are just astronomical at this point, just totally, totally through the roof. But he's going to get his shot on appeal. Like I said, it'll be before the Second Circuit, which is the court above what he just held this hearing in. So it's a, it's a different court. It is not one of the more conservative appeals courts. So, for example, there in Texas where you live and where I clerked on the Fifth Circuit, the Fifth Circuit is a conservative court, one of the two most conservative appellate courts in the country, along with the Eighth. The Second Circuit there in New York State is definitely not as conservative as the fifth, but there are a number of, of fair judges. There are a number of Trump nominees there. So we'll have to see which which three judge panel he gets. I think the law is fairly straightforward here. So I, I like his odds, but it, it, you know, it definitely depends on the panel that he draws. Speaking with Josh Hammer, he has a brand new podcast out, very, very short, easily digestible, breaking down all the legal crap going on this year, for lack of a better way to put it. Okay, Josh, we're going to stay right in New York City because that's one of about 80 trials he has going on in New York City. There's still Letitia James. There's still Alvin Bragg. Can you separate those for me? What the, the wins, the whats? Is he going to prison in New York State? Well, it's kind of funny, right? It's it darkly funny, I should say, because both Alvin Bragg and Tish James, Alvin Bragg would be the district attorney, the prosecutor in Manhattan in New York County, and then Letitia James, or Tish James, as she is usually known, she's the attorney general. They, they both ran, Jesse, for their respective offices on an explicit Get Trump platform, which is really icky and grossly immoral, I would say, to the extent it's not illegal to, to run for a, a state prosecutorial office and, and during the course of that campaign vowing that you're going to use the power of the state to get your political foes. It, it's just it's just gross. It's gross and it, it's patently un-American. But nonetheless, they both did run on those platforms and the people of New York apparently said, OK, we'll take that because they're both in office. So Alvin Bragg's prosecution, that was the first one to drop 
last spring. It's 34 counts. This involves Michael Cohen and Stormy Daniels and, and, the, and, and the alleged fabrication, the cooking of the books. This is a laughable lawsuit. It, it, it is so frivolous, in my estimation, that the New York Times editorial board couldn't even bring itself to robustly defend it. Jake Tapper on CNN, if I recall, was struggling to defend it on air after Alvin Bragg brought this suit. The Tish James litigation is potentially more damaging. Uh, it's even more chilling because what she is basically alleging is that the Trump organization has been operating as this grand sprawling fraud for years and years. And her the way that she arrived at that conclusion is because she argues that Trump and his business partners, his sons, have been systematically undervaluing their properties for years, including Mar-a-Lago as a means of securing more favorable bank loans and getting better interest rates and things like that. But this is all very subjective stuff. It's not obvious how you appraise property, as anyone who owns property knows. And the fact is that the bank appraisers appraise the property themselves when they gave out the loans. But she nonetheless is seeking upwards of $370 million in damages. You have a viciously anti-Trump judge, Justice Ngoron, Arthur Ngoron of the state court there who is overseeing this trial. I, I fear not just for Trump there, Jesse, but I fear for all small business owners and entrepreneurs in New York State because this sets an incredibly chilling precedent if it goes against Trump there. You do not want to be in a position if you are looking to accumulate capital and start your own small business where the power of the state can be used against you to call you fraudulent and shut you down simply for securing some sort of loan that the prosecutor did not like. It's really dangerous stuff. Josh, uh, I should have asked you this beforehand. Is there any way you can stay on for one more segment? I just have a couple other questions about other trials and things like that. Do you have time for that? If not, just tell me on the air. It's fine. Of course, Jesse. You bet. Okay. All right. Uh, before before I let, before we go to break real quick, I do want to ask you, though, what kind of legal fees? You mentioned his legal fees are astronomical. What does astronomical mean? I mean, Trump is rich, but he's not Elon Musk rich. What kind of fees are we talking about here? You know, it's, it's some quick back of the envelope math here based on what I've seen. I mean, we're talking about a lot of trials, obviously, right? So I think we're talking in the, in the hundreds of millions of dollars range, potentially. Oh. I mean, I, I, certainly by the time oh. this thing is, is all wrapped up. Yeah. God have mercy. All right. Uh, Josh Hammer, of course, of the America on Trial podca- podcast is going to come back in just a minute and join us for – for some Georgia talk and D.C. talk and timeline talk, before we get to any of that, we have a problem, a little problem in the Kelly household. It started off small and it's gotten bigger. I got a text from my wife two weeks ago and she was saying there are golden doodle puppies available for adoption now. And I said no. And I let it go after that. I got a text to the family group text, me and the boys, asking for votes on whether or not we should get a dog. And I said, I said no, but I can already feel, I can already feel my defenses breaking down in the dog thing. We're going to end up with another dog. I know we are. And I'll give that dog rough greens too. I will. Because as much as I do like to complain about Fred and the new dog we don't have yet, it is pretty friggin' wonderful having a dog around the house making you feel like the most important thing in the world at all times isn't it so give your dog nutrition so your dog can be with you longer your dog dies too early my dogs have died too early because they eat dog food there's no nutrition in dog food pour rough greens on your dog's food 
all natural nutritional supplement, all the nutrition your dog could ever need. There's a reason vets email me all the time, veterinarians, and say, man, oh yeah, all my dogs are on it. Roughgreens.com slash Jesse for a free jumpstart trial bag or 833-33-MY-DOG. Feeling a little stocky? Follow, like, and subscribe on social at Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Tuesday reminding you, you can email love, hate, death threats, whatever you want to email in. Email those into jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Let's get right back to Josh Hammer. He is the host of the new America on Trial podcast. Really short, really digestible. We all need this this year. No one else is doing this. What's going on with all these trials? When? Where? What's the damage? Is Trump going to prison? Okay, so that brings me back to this, Josh. Okay, so that's New York. Let's set the New York stuff aside. In Georgia, Trump's facing these ridiculous RICO charges in Georgia. Fannie Willis was, of course, heading all that up. Now she's got her own problems. Is the fact that Fannie Willis hopelessly corrupt, is that going to get Trump out of jail? It definitely might. I mean, we have upcoming in a couple of weeks on February 15th, there's going to be a big hearing, an evidentiary hearing there in Georgia on this motion to dismiss the entire prosecution from Fannie Willis. So that's what they're currently trying to do. Uh, the Republicans that would be in the in the Georgia State Senate, I mean, she appears to be corrupt, you know, five ways from Sunday when it comes not only to her romantic escapades and her, you know, apparently scandalous dealings with her own chosen special prosecutor, Nathan Way, but she also seems to have been in communication with the Biden White House, which just reeks of of the most corrupt level of coronation imaginable there. So we're going to have this hearing coming up in a couple of weeks. Now, it is worth caveating that they wouldn't necessarily just throw out the lawsuit, rather what the judge would do in that case if they do decide that Fonnie Willis is just too compromised to try it, they would have it moved to a different jurisdiction. So it would be moved out of Fulton County, Georgia, which is where Atlanta is. That opens up a lot of questions as well, obviously. I mean, where is it going to move? What would the jury pool there look like? Obviously, Atlanta is a very unfavorable jury pool for Donald Trump there. But, you know, even as of right now, the, the Georgia government in Fulton County, even based on the current timeline, Jesse, they're not even proposing that trial start until August, until August 5th. And that's assuming that, that Fonnie Wills stays on the case. So th- there's a million things there that could happen. The timeline, honestly, is such that Trump may very well end up getting off scot-free when it comes to that, which would be a huge, huge win for him because – when these four prosecutions first came out, the New York, Florida, D.C., and Georgia ones, I, like many others, Jesse, was most concerned about Georgia, just given the nature of the jury mm-hmm. pool, the spra- sprawling nature of the RICO statute there. So he, he, he could get off the hook here, honestly. The timeline might just be that much in his favor. Okay. Okay. Well, fingers crossed. Okay. That is some good news, which brings us to the big one, the Jack Smith stuff. What's going on in D.C.? Look, nobody nobody who's been paying attention to the poor January 6th people, nobody thinks anyone can get a fair trial in D.C., at least not on the right. Donald Trump is still facing a trial in D.C., though, correct? He is. So where that litigation currently is, is you, you had Donald Trump's lawyers, uh, so that will be John Sauer, who's the he, he's an excellent lawyer, actually. He's a former Missouri 
Solicitor General, you you had Sauer along with Will Sharp, who's, who's a who's a buddy of mine. They were advancing a, a strong legal argument in court. I don't think it's necessarily a, a, a an incorrect one, but they were making a strong argument on presidential immunity, basically saying that as a basic matter of constitutional law, a, a former president cannot be prosecuted for acts that he took while he was president of the United States. But they're actually on pretty sound legal footing for this. I thought that the media, Jesse, predictably is calling it a fringe legal theory, a far-right legal theory, all this stuff. To me, it's actually fairly straightforward. In fact, it was actually the Clinton's, Clinton DOJ's Office of Legal Counsel in a memo from October 2000. They basically held that. They basically held the same thing, and, and that in turn, was actually just upholding the same conclusion that was reached by the Nixon administration in 1973. So, you know, going back 50 years, it, it's fairly straightforward constitutional precedent that a president cannot be prosecuted for acts they took in office. The, the only twist that Jack Smith is making, obviously, is that Trump is not currently president, right? So the million-dollar question is, does that totally, totally change things? I'm not sure that it does. In any event, that argument that they made in the federal court for the D.C. Circuit failed, the judge there rejected it, so Trump appealed it. He tried to go straight to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, I think, correctly said, no, let's just let the D.C. Circuit, the intermediary court, try to sort this out first. So that was the hearing that they had there a couple weeks ago, and we're waiting to, to hear from that three-judge panel in D.C., essentially whether that litigation goes away in its entirety, because if they find that Trump is fully immune, then you know, Jack Smith can appeal that to the Supreme Court, but that's starting to look pretty good. Uh, unfortunately for Trump, I do not think that argument is going to hold at the D.C. Circuit. Like I said, I think it's a serious, non-frivolous legal argument, but I, I, I don't think that the D.C. Circuit is going to rule in its favor there. So that does bring us closer to a to a trial date there starting in D.C., probably over the next month and a half, two months or so. So that's going to get interesting. And, you know, uh, I, I think Fonnie Willis and Jack Smith are not going to want to try those two cases at the same time because a lot of the same actors are involved. They're going to need people to be witnesses in both Georgia and in D.C. So then you start getting to questions of trying to coordinate trial schedules there. But that's that's where the D.C. case stands right now. We're, we're waiting to see what's going to happen from that three-judge panel on this strong immunity argument that Trump and his lawyers have made. Okay, again, it's Josh Hammer, America on Trial podcast. One final question. I've only got about a minute here, but it's it's the big one. Okay, you say we're probably facing a Trump trial in D.C. over the next month or two. I don't understand the the legal ramifications. But is there a, is there a chance Donald Trump is running his campaign from federal prison? There's a chance, but I don't think the timeline's going to work out for the prosecutors here, Jesse. These, these things take a very long time. I mean, right now we're just dealing with pre-trial motions and hearings and things like that. So none of these cases have, have gone to trial yet. The Alvin Bragg case actually might be the first to actually go to trial. But you would need a guilty verdict in order for that to happen. That's probably not going to happen in any of these cases before November, in my estimation. I think Alvin Bragg would be the only one that might actually get close to it. And then even if you had a guilty verdict, then Trump could just appeal it. So now he's not going to be running this campaign literally from prison. He might be running it from a courtroom near you, though. Okay, well, that's something that's better than it was looking we'll we'll take that we've had some things in our favor josh hammer america on trial podcast josh thank you for making us all smarter hey i feel smarter already you know why i feel smarter it's not just because of josh hammer it's because i take a male vitality stack from chalk every single day did you think 
Did you think that testosterone levels were just about making babies? Enjoying your time with your wife? It's about your mind. It's about your focus. You understand? Do you feel down a lot, fellas? Almost inexplicably sometimes? Just kind of down, almost depressed or depressed? Have you had your T-levels checked? It affects your mood, your focus, your logic. Go start a natural herbal supplement male vitality stack from Chalk and start it now because until the end of February, massive discount on everything on the site for the lifetime of your subscription. The lifetime of it. Forever. Chalk.com. C-H-O-Q.com. Promo code JESSE. Now's the time. We have two hours left. I have some information I'm going to reveal to you next. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 